The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. Tonight, we're shining the spotlight on what we like to call mompreneurs. So you can't figure that out by yourselves. It's a mom plus entrepreneurs. Get it? Mompreneurs. We're welcoming two mompreneurs from Maui. Joining us is Luana Husing Amasi, a mother of three boys, a culinary major turned realtor, and she also spent years working on the side selling t-shirts, onesies, and kids' items at events around Maui. And we'd also like to welcome Jovina Kael, a mom also of three sons. She works at Ka'anapali Beach Hotel as a front desk clerk and is extremely passionate about marketing all kinds of items from food to clothing. Welcome to the Mothership Podcast, Luana and Jovina. Thank you. Happy to be here. All right. So how did this whole concept about mompreneur, because you both head up the Maui Mompreneur event, right? Which gives moms who are working hard on their businesses while raising their family some chance and opportunity to earn some extra money on the side, right? Yes. Uh, Do you want to share on that, Joe? Um, So Luana and I, we started uh, about 10 years ago as um, vendors, and we were um, united through mutual friends. Um, We got together one day out of the blue and just uh, talked about how we love being vendors, but the events we were doing at the time um, were not the greatest we were like breaking even or wasting our time and not making money um and we wanted to come up with something that was affordable and um for yeah moms at the time it started with moms who are moms working full-time or running a business full-time or both um So we brainstormed on venues. Um, We found Maui Beach and we 
never left. We've that's been our venue from day one. Um, they've been a blessing to us, and you know they kept the price down for us the whole time. Um, believe it or not, only up until now, <laughs> our next event coming up, you know, they had warned us, you know, we're so sorry, but we need to up the price, like every, everything and everywhere else, you know, it's totally understandable. Um, but they've just made it so convenient for us to be there and our vendors, you know, they come, they don't need to do anything. They don't need to set up anything. Tables are made with linens, chairs. They just come in with their products and that's it. So some of them will show up 20, 30 minutes prior to start because all they have to do is lay out and that's it, you know? And it's indoors, so rain is never a problem. It just rained on Sunday and I went live because people will tell us all the time, why don't you go bigger, get a bigger venue, go outside. So as soon as it started raining at Maui Beach in the morning, I went live and I said, this, this is why we don't go anywhere else <laughs> because it's pouring rain and you are still going to come because there's lots of free parking, free admission, and we're inside. And yeah. it, it was, it was almost 500 people again on a rainy day. Yeah. So, you know, we love to support the community. We love to, it's turned from moms to families. It's mother, husband. You know what? This event and other vendors told me too, I see more husbands. I see more husbands. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> I said, I see more husbands this weekend too, you know. And maybe because we changed Saturday to an evening, um, that's possibly why we saw more husbands too. Um, this was our first time doing it at, on a night and, and then the following morning. Um, but it, it was, it was great. It's, right. And it's the reason why you guys did it at night is because, you know, to accommodate family schedules. I mean, you guys both as parents, right. You know, that during the daytime, there's like the sports and shuttling them to all kinds of practices. So it's really cool that you guys took that into consideration that knowing that the parents are going to be busy during the daytime. So, Hey, let's have, you know, this mompreneur event at night. But what's really, really what I find exciting about this is, you know, I even see since the pandemic, so much creativity come out, like people mm -hmm. who have always had that dream of being an entrepreneur or creating something like all of a sudden it just started to blossom, you know, and I was seeing all these people display it on social media and you guys are fulfilling that need and providing that uh, area for them to do. So, and Luana, you were part of that hustle too, right? Yeah, there was a time when I used to make tutus, print t-shirts. What else today? I feel like I've tried almost anything just to have a side hustle in addition to supplementing our household income. And like Jovina was saying, we were doing almost every craft fair on the weekend. And I remember doing every craft fair for three years until Jovina and I finally said, you know what? Tired of hauling these law heavy tables, these tents dealing with wind and rain and sun let's make something that vendors can come in 
and not be all windblown, not having to worry about their products melting. So our event really does cater to the vendors so much so that they're starting to expect a little more, but, yeah. uh, but we try to accommodate them as much as possible, even providing outlets, Wi-Fi, and those are things that are hard to come by when it's an outdoor event. You know, and there's such a demand for this because like, I'm amazed that, you know, when like the restrictions started to be eased, um, here on Oahu, we had the um, Made in Hawaii Festival. Oh man, I think, I don't know how many days it was. Was it, I don't know if it was three day or whatever. I know, Brooke, you went and um, there was, there's a demand for, um, you know, just handmade things and really unique products. What are some of the things that you guys are seeing moms, you know, on Maui create? I'm, I'm curious to yeah. hear what are some of the products, right? Mm-hmm. And I think like you were saying, the pandemic really caused people to think outside of the box. There's so many people who work for the hospitality industry that found themselves trying to figure out how they were going to supplement income. And we saw a lot of creative ideas. You know, there's, there's one husband and wife team. They have a 3D printer and they make toys. So they make dinosaurs. There was, mm. they made Pokemon. And what I didn't know and what I learned from this past event was when they first started doing our event, they were living in the shelter and creating science projects using items that their kids would bring home from school, like milk cartons, things like that. And in the beginning, when they were in those early days doing the event, they didn't necessarily make a lot of money in the beginning. And we could see their frustration, but to see them now, I don't know, I think it's, they've been with us five or six years. They have a a toy store now in Kihei where they're making their toys with the 3D printer. I had no idea how they started out in the shelter. They did science projects with their own children at home. And then they started inviting some of the other kids in the shelter to their place to do these science projects. And that really touched my heart because I had no idea. Like we've seen them for I don't know, the last five or six years. And I had no idea that that's how they got started with their business. Well, that, that's true hustle, man, right there. That's true grit, right? Staying yeah. with it, continuing on with their passion. It's hard. And now they have their own place. Amazing. How long have you guys been running this? Um, what, what is this um, event called? And how often do they, do they run? It's uh, Maui Mompreneur. We're going, I think we shorted ourselves a year. The pandemic (laughs) kind of threw us off because we couldn't do it. Yeah, the pandemic threw us off, yeah. So when we thought it was seven, eight, I was like, sister, you know we're behind a year. I think we shorted ourselves. So (laughs) I think we're nine years. Wow, Um, a long time. My my youngest son, so he's going to be 14. And I think we started when he was about four. Because I remember like 
telling him not to go under the tables and just chasing him around the room. So now, you know, our boys have grown with the event. You know, when they first started, they would be so footless because they had to wake up early. We had to bring them with us. And now they're old enough and mature enough that they're actually helping the vendors bring their stuff in. You know, some of the Kupuna vendors that are a little older, you know, we tell the boys to go and help them. And it's awesome to see how they've grown with the event so much so that they start to give us their ideas and feedback of what they think we should do. (laughs) You're training them to be entrepreneurs. That's actually a good mindset. And that's like hands-on learning right there. Yeah. 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 They, I mean, they, yeah. get, they get feedback too nowadays on the help. Oh, mom, you should do it this way or you should do it on my thing. You be quiet. Her son just told her, why don't you guys go here? You need to go bigger. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> At 14. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome though yes. that they're thinking like that, right? Yes. I mean, a lot of parents wish that their child could have that mindset like business and how to run their own business and be independent instead of relying on somebody else that's so valuable I love that I didn't think about that wow it's kind of like they watched us build this from scratch you know in the beginning we were giving away spaces for free just so that we could fill the room and to be where we are now that we have to implement a wait list you know we had no idea it was hard in the beginning but we We learned a lot though through the year well we We, learned a lot yeah we learned a lot vendors are not afraid to share their opinion and let you know what you're doing wrong yeah well, I mean, take us way back. I mean, can you guys share a little bit about your personal lives and maybe um, if you had to overcome any sort of, you know, personal struggles that inspired you or gave you that extra push um, that maybe you didn't know that you needed back then, but looking back, that's, that's kind of what, you know, empowered you even more to take on, you know, this, this mission and, and go all in with this and create this. So I started out as a childcare provider and um, I was doing my t-shirts and tutus on the side. Um, I don't know if Jovina and how much you know about this other part, but at that time, my husband, uh, he gave me no money. So any money that I had, I had to figure out how to earn it on my own. And so that's how I started the little side hustles and things like that. And I really wanted to make the mompreneur work because I needed that outlet. And I think in doing it, because I was so afraid to do it and step out in faith, And that's where Jovina and I, we complement each other because I'm the analytical, no, let's not do that yet. And she'll just run with it. But I'm, I'm thankful because it helped to build my confidence. 
in myself and in my business and eventually be able to break away from an unhealthy situation. And now I have the freedom to do what I want and, and help other mom entrepreneurs with achieving their dreams. Wow. No money. So you, in other words, you have to basically, I mean, wow, if you didn't have money, it was no money even for your son? No. So he was really controlling about that. And um, so together we have one son and I had a son from a previous relationship. And what I didn't know was when I'm not around, he was abusive to him. You know, and his thing was, that's not my kid. Why should I support him? That's your problem. And so I did what I could do creatively from home because I didn't have a vehicle at the time. So I had to figure out how to do stuff at home and still market myself. So that's where social media helped a lot. But... um, yeah, those craft fairs helped me pay for football practice. Now, well, he didn't do football, baseball or, you know, all of his activities because um, we didn't financially support anything that had to do with him. And so obviously, I mean, wow, what a breakthrough. I mean, you know, I mean, and you're able to now not even have to look back um, because you're doing so successful and to have this event, you know, go on for so many years. I mean, it's, it's almost nearing a 10 years. Is that correct? That's a lot to say for something like that. And I think that this is such a good example of it paying off, right? If you stick with something, no matter what, like you talk about the vendors, you know, sometimes they can be hard, but it's kind of, I mean, it's expected because they're also business people too, right? They want to be in the in the in a good environment. But what a message. I mean, is that something that you can say is something that you were you were enlightened by that as well? That that you know you want to talk about how you maybe almost quit or were those were there times where you almost threw the threw in the towel? Mm. With the mompreneur? I'll never forget that. Do you remember that guy from the first, our very first event? He was so mad. It was, he was the dad of one of the vendors. And he was so mad he, that we didn't have that great of a turnout. And he was like, you need to be better at marketing. And like, he was telling me all these, telling us all these things. And I felt like I wanted to cry. I'm like, I don't think we can do this. I think we took on something too big and, um, you know, Jovina was like, no, we're going to, we'll do it again. And it took, I would say the first two to three years, like they weren't the best. events, <laughs> And there were times when I felt like, I don't think I can do that. In fact, I even had told her one time, you go ahead and you do this. You mm-hmm. I don't think I can do this anymore. And she was like, you better not desert me. You better not quit on me. And 
other colorful words. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. feel I that's what I appreciate about having her as a partner. When I feel like this is too scary or this is too big or I can't do this. She was, she's right there like, yes, you can. If I can do this shit, so can you, you know. <laughs> That's what I appreciate about doing this together. Um, we definitely balance each other out. I'm the calm and she's the crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like sisters, yeah? Yeah, it's, no, it feels like truly, it. truly. She's, yeah, she's my older sister, but yeah, I, yeah. I guess she truly old. has become my sister. She's older. <laughs> How, how, how important or, or how far does your um, relationship go beyond like the Maui mother, um, mom, mom, junior? It's, I'm sorry, I'm saying it wrong. Mom, um, do you guys no, still? We, we, really, we really have become sisters. Yeah. Um, we used to go to the same church. So, it, it, you know, it's, yeah. Um, and when I it, my divorce, she was right there with me. Yeah. No, yeah. We're super close. Yeah. It's not just mompreneur is just yeah. 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 We all need we all need that support, you know, as as not only females, adults going through this these times and raising kids and being in Hawaii, which is so expensive to live in right now, right? So I love I love to see like before we started this podcast, I asked, do you guys know each other and how, you know, cause I didn't know, but it, I love, it opens my heart. To, it makes it warm <laughs> to know that you guys have each other's back beyond this business stuff, but also as, as moms, as, as women and as um, people um, that are just trying to do the right thing for their families. And so, we yeah, understand beautiful. their struggle. I think and that's why we try to keep our vendor fees as affordable as we can. But unfortunately, our our usage of the ballroom is gonna double. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna pay double what we just paid. So we just got that notice like yesterday. On, yeah. This past <laughs> week or this week. So yeah. We're trying to strategize around that. Yeah. We want the vendors to make money. And if the vendor fees are too high, they can't make money. And we've been there and we know how that feels. And we don't want the event to become like that. Gosh, I love it. I mean, I love it how you're more than, you know, the runners of this event, but you're right there with the vendors and you, you know what it takes to be one. Uh, you know, the hustle and bustle, the sacrifice, the long hours that it takes to, to get your products ready. That, that is so awesome to hear. And it's rare to hear about, you know, these types of events being run and not to be like all sexist, but then like just, you know, female, female powered events, right? And like providing this, this venue for, for moms. I mean, I haven't heard of anything like that, you know, where it's specialized and, and giving them that opportunity. And I think that's so great at what you guys are doing for people that are listening um, who, you know, I think there's a lot of 
dreamers that that want to have their own business that that want to introduce a product that'll get you know noticed and be the next best biggest thing what what obviously the reality is it's not easy you know just from talking to you folks so what what kind of a reality could you share with our listeners about how it really is? Is it, is it like a lot of busting ass? Like, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, what is it really like being a mompreneur? It, it is because you, you trying to be a mom, possibly a girlfriend or a wife at the same time, possibly working a full-time job too, and trying to do a side hustle and all of that is me. Um, I have my three sons. I have, I took in a nephew. I have my hubby. I have my full-time job and I live an hour away from my job. So there's no in-between time. And I stopped being a vendor. I never stopped a a side hustle. I've always been a a hustler um, because it's hard to live here. You know, I, I struggle. I struggle. Um, and so I've never stopped hustling. I've always had a side business. And Luana, is, that's where her sister is, comes in and is like, stop it already. That's enough already. No, what did you <laughs> sign up for now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, nah, what now? No, no, no. Um, and so I, I stopped being a vendor at Mompreneur and, and said, okay, enough already. Like, just run, run Mompreneur. Don't be a vendor, you know. Because that too, we um, we are respected and appreciated at Mompreneur because we don't just put on an event and say, okay, you know, and let it be. Whether you, you know, if you make money, you don't make money, whatever. Luana and I take the time and we walk around throughout the day at the event you know you okay how you doing you know you know how you guys doing everything okay and I'll go live um kind of like in the first hour and walk around and show every vendor and there's people watching they're waiting they're waiting for this at home and you know and then they'll come back are they gonna be there tomorrow no oh I gotta come two days yeah and, and that's another thing. When we first started, it was only one day. It wasn't two. It was either Saturday or Sunday. We've grown in that too because our vendor list grew. And we had to turn so many people away from only doing one day. And Luana's like, you know what? Let's try two. And I'm like, okay. So we grew into the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And thank God because we feel both days and still can't have to tell people no, you know? And they, but a lot of them want to do both, but we try to be fair in, in everything that we do. So I, you know, I, I don't allow everyone that wants two days to do two days. It's like this last one. We, okay. We have 30 vendors on each day. 20 of them were different on each day. So people will ask, or is it the same? Is it? No, it's not. You mean I have to come both days? Yeah, you do, you know? And it's, oh my God, okay. And they come back the next day. And, you know, we appreciate that. And I told many of them on Sunday, oh, you're back, thank you. You know, oh, thank you for coming back. And, you know, but um, I was a vendor this time, again, 
I came back into it and I, I said, you know, I have all my inventory from my side businesses. I want to just get rid of it. It's Mother's Day. I'll drop it below cost. You know, like I just need it out of my house. It's taking up space. So I was a vendor on both days. I did Saturday evening. I, I slept four hours, woke up Sunday morning to sell food on Sunday. So, yeah, I, you know, the hustle came so back. Is that, your, is that your um, side business is food? I'm everything. <laughs> <laughs> you name wow. it, I eat butter mochi, banana bread, I bake, I cook, whatever you <laughs> yeah yeah wow. that's why my bio is very um not detailed <laughs> that's what I was wondering yeah because it's yeah. like what I know the quote what else haven't I sold and then I was like okay wait, what <laughs> like okay so wait what is your product then? like <laughs> the question is what have I not done <laughs> <laughs> wow so okay so Luana can you describe for us what a mompreneur is based on your experience and how challenging it is well, being a mom is a challenge in and of itself and uh, Amen. balancing, you know, raising a family, still taking care of your husband, having a full-time job. Uh, you're balancing so many different balls in the air. And a lot of times these mompreneurs, it's, they start making things at 10 o'clock at night, after dinner, after bedtime, after bath time, when their kids are asleep, that's when they start making their things until the midnight hour. And I know that because I can scroll through Instagram and I can see these different moms and what they're doing. And I think one of the hashtags was team no sleep. Because, mm -hmm. you know, but and again, not being like sexist, but as women, we can multitask, you know, not saying that we always do it perfectly, but <laughs> we manage to get everything done at the end of the day. And to answer your question of like the challenges for somebody just getting started, like, I really want to say, like, expect failure and know it's okay. It's okay to fail because we had failures in the beginning, in the beginning years of putting the event together. And I was listening to an audiobook by Marie Forleo today. Mm -hmm. I had a drive to Kihei and I like to listen to audiobooks while I'm driving. And so her book is Everything is Figure Outable. Mm -hmm. But she talks about either I win or I learn. I don't fail because it's in the failures that we learn what to do better. And almost every event, we have a brand new vendor who is a brand new business. You can tell because they have the deer in the headlights look. They're super nervous, super excited. And they're just like, full of anxiety and I'll always tell them if you don't do an event you're not gonna know what people want and that's how you can adjust to making products or making whether it's food or crafts or candles or soap 
you're going to see what the people want. And then that's how you pivot and then you tweak it. But if you don't take that step of faith to do it, you're never going to know. And so there was a vendor, it, she, this was her second time. Her first time was this past December. And same thing when she was there, deer in the headlights, she does sublimated tumblers and you know who I'm talking about, Joe. Mm -hmm. And this time around, she was a second, this was second timer. She was more calm. She wasn't as nervous and she fine-tuned what she was doing because she got to see what people wanted. And after the December event, she got so many custom orders that she had to actually like cut it off like a, a week or two before Christmas saying no more custom orders because she had so many orders to fill. And that to me, that that's that's why we do it. We want mm -hmm. to see them succeed. We sometimes people think, you know, oh, your vendor fee, we charge a hundred dollars a table. And the hotel provides the tables, like Joe was saying, the tablecloths, they really only have to bring their products. And it can be a little steep, uh, but we try to make it where they will make money. And we have to kind of adjust as prices go up. It's not about overcharging or gouging them. We make enough that it covers the cost of the room, the marketing and the advertising. What a valuable experience that you're giving everybody. I mean, Brooke, mm -hmm. you majored in business, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just sitting here like trying to take it all in because it's um I I it's the it's also the ripple effect that you guys are having, you know, just the venue to be able to try try out a business and then be successful at it, self-forward, like what you're talking about. Yes. But the ripple effect is also for the kids that are able to kind of grow with all especially your kids, all of both of your kids, right? To see you folks in the trenches figuring it out especially their early years and even now because I'm sure things pop up every time you guys have an event but to see you guys have the grit and the perseverance to just try to figure it out that to me is um invaluable for kids to see and and, and they're like you know younger they're younger than all of us obviously but to be able to get that first hand and help out is you don't learn that in school right and that's things I wish um, our kids could learn in school so I hope you guys know that there's this huge ripple effect and value that you're adding. I just, I'm, I'm sitting here kind of in awe, like that's so cool that you guys took action, you know, and, and are doing it. And I just, I think it's awesome. I wanted to clarify something for our listeners. So when you guys say Maui Beach, you mean, do you mean Maui Beach Hotel in Kahului? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. If anybody's listening in, or, or even um, people who don't live on Maui who are visiting Maui, um, is it usually like the first weekend of the month or is it, you guys have set dates or so it's twice a year um it's always right before mother's day we try to hit mother's day teacher appreciation week um boys day and graduation so we just had it last weekend um the 30th and the first 
And then the next one will be just before Christmas. So we've done, the earliest we've done is like um, Black Friday weekend um, Mm -hmm. to either like the first or second weekend in December. Yeah. So tentative, we are December 10 and 11 right now for the next one. Yeah. Yeah. If we stay at Maui. If we stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a website where people can um, find out the latest updates? Mm, No. (laughs) (laughs) Facebook. (laughs) Okay. Oh, Facebook. Is it under Maui? Yeah. No. Um, Yeah. That's where I have failed. I haven't kept up with um, our Instagram, (laughs) Facebook, or website. But can follow us on Instagram. That's probably the best way. Yeah. Because we do post it on social media and then uh, Kiora at Molly Video and Marketing, she mm-hmm. does our press release and we usually create an event page on Facebook. But yes, I know I have to. Hey, it's all good. We understand. There's no judging I think it's here. We've, like, yeah. we've grown so much and like just become word of mouth. It's word of mouth. Yeah, it's yeah. all word of mouth. Like, That's actually more really- powerful than cre- spending your time creating an ad. You know, yeah, be amazed. The word yeah. of mouth. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, no. There's no apologies and yeah. all that stuff. You guys are already killing it out there, and yeah. you guys are have grown so much. And I'm just in fascinated and in awe that. You're a mom, you're already working, you know, your professional full-time jobs, and then you're doing this on top of it. That's just amazing. And the fact that it's successful and the fact that you guys are both passionate about it after all these years and passionate about helping others. That's awesome. Thank you. We always, um, I just wanted to like throw it out there. Everyone or almost everyone, we also um, sponsor a table. Um, So Christmas. The last one was Make-A-Wish, Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, yeah, we, we've we done, um, what is it? Christmas? Operation Christmas. Operation Christmas Child. Christmas Child. Yep. Yeah. The one for the foster families. Yeah, we, we sponsor a table at everyone. This last one, we had our very first kidpreneur. Yeah. Um, yeah, she and her family helped her um, learn how to make like dinner rolls. Yeah, so she sold chili and her her dinner rolls in a round um, tin. She sold out. She no sold time. out in the first hour. But what yeah. was interesting too about the birth, so Hadassah, that's the kidpreneur. She's homeschooled and didn't want she, she just wasn't interested in learning how to read. She was like, no, mom, you read to me. She was having a hard time with pronouncing and sounding out and different things and a little bit challenges with math. And so her mom, who is also a baker, started having her read recipes. Mm-hmm because Hadassah likes to bake and cook and you incorporate math, science and reading in baking and cooking. And so without realizing it, she was teaching herself to read or learning to read 
by reading the recipes. So she likes waffles, pancakes, like from scratch, things like that. So her mom started telling her, okay, go get the recipe and read what ingredients you need and let's measure it out. And now she enjoys being in the kitchen and she's learning how to read, but she thinks that she's baking. So I thought that was pretty cool little backstory. She started making the dinner rolls uh, because she wants to go to Disneyland. And so they told her she needed to find a way to earn money and save her money so that she could go to Disneyland. So yeah, she came out to the mompreneur Saturday night, nervous and very shy and timid, but sold out within the first hour. Wow, see, that's another ripple effect. So mm -hmm. awesome, gosh. Oh, mm -hmm. thank you so much and Javina, Jovina for joining us tonight and sharing about everything that you guys are doing. And um, I really hope that the next time that I'm on Maui, I can come and see this event, right? You guys, Brooke and Knowles, I would oh, love. Yeah. I'm so curious. Yeah, I wish you were there. We wish I you were know, there. and I wish I could come to Oahu and yeah. the island. You never know, expand the business. Yes, we've yeah. talked about that. <laughs> but we didn't want to like step on any toes of event planners that are on the other islands, so. I guess so. Oh, I guess that's another conversation. There's space for everyone. <laughs> yeah, there's space for everybody. Your guys' event is so unique that, you know, I think it's it's so unique that I don't know if it would, you know, overlap anywhere. But yeah, thank you so much, you guys. Um, Luana, Jovina, thanks so much for joining us. True mompreneurs. I love how you guys own it. And you guys are growing it and uh, look forward to hearing more great things from you guys too, right? Yeah. And then, you know, you. as mothers can do, we're you guys are so nurturing about this thing and you, you take the time and the care to, to, to grow as if, you know, you care about every one of your vendors, the space, the cost, the products, people succeeding, putting them before you. And that's just what mothers do, right? Right, girls? <laughs> yeah, totally. And, and all the parents out there who, who are, um, you know, just trying to raise their kids the right way. And this yeah. is definitely you guys. So, mahalo. Mm -hmm. And to all, of our, to all of our Maui listeners, to anyone visiting Maui during that event, make sure you guys check them out. Um, I love the vibe that you guys have, the sisterhood too. That's the reason why I think we started the podcast and we're lucky to yeah, be. Yeah, I so. love that. I so love that I love that vibe. It's like that same vibe. So we got to support each other and, you know, keep, keep reaching for the stars. Super awesome what you guys are doing. Love the mothership, hanging out with the mompreneurs yes. from Maui. <laughs> Maui no ka oi. Okay, you guys. Have a good one. And we wish you the best of luck, even though you really don't need it. And like I said earlier, <laughs> we look forward to hearing so much more from you guys. And I can't wait to see what next year's mompreneur event has in store. Thanks so much for joining us, Jovina and Luana and all our listeners out there. Thank you too for hanging out with us. We hope to see you next weekend for another exciting episode of Mothership. Aloha, you guys. Aloha. Thank Take care, you. Jovina. Thank you. Aloha. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. As we talking, we're just talking.
Let's get talking now. Come over here and lend your ear. These mothers gonna break them down. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. 